Welcome to episode six of the Mama Love podcast. We have recently passed the four-year mark since Nicholas died on the 2nd of May 2016 and a question I am often asked is how we're going with grief, how we're navigating it and are we okay? And this time last year I wrote a blog post based around how I was going with grief at the time and it's still up on the blog if you'd like to have a read. In fact, it was probably the last blog post I actually published. And while grief changed probably quite significantly for me between the one-year mark and the two-year mark, in the past 12 months between year three and four, it hasn't changed a lot. So I thought tonight I might read you the blog post that I have written, which is entitled, Will Grief Last Forever? Welcome to the Mama Love Podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. A little while back, I made an offhanded comment to my therapist about how I thought my grief would last forever. Now, therapists have a way of taking one of those little remarks you make in my head just a small thread in a much bigger conversation, and honing in on it. Do you really think your grief will last forever? She asked curiously. She asked in such a way that I felt perhaps yes was the wrong answer, but I proceeded nonetheless. Yes, I do, I responded matter-of-factly. But as a caveat, my vision of grief is synonymous with love. In my head, It was if she'd have asked me, do you think you will love Nicholas forever? Well, of course I will. I don't see grief as a noose around my neck, but rather like a Nicholas-sized space we live around. We won't ever get over losing our son, but we learn to live around the space. And with time, the grief becomes a little lighter and the space a little easier to live around. I've been reflecting on grief a lot lately, my grief specifically, because it's such a personal thing and it can look so different for each individual. I've been thinking a lot about how grief morphs and changes over time and what my grief looks like at the four-year anniversary of my son's death. Here's what I've learnt about my grief over the past four years. Grief has no concept of time. There's some kind of time manipulation that goes on in grief. To know it's been a whole four years since our son died in our arms seems quite unbelievable. The events around his hospital stay and death are so crystal clear to me they could have happened yesterday. And yet sometimes it feels like an eternity since Nicholas was here in our home making us all giggle with his antics. It feels so surreal 
that he was here one moment filled with spirit and larger than life and then gone the next, that I sometimes wonder if perhaps he was simply a mirage in the first place. There's a fuzziness around the edges of my grief now. It's not quite so sharp and raw. I can talk about Nicholas and his death without dissolving into tears, which is nigh on impossible in those early days. And yet, my grief is never far from the surface. It doesn't take much to tap into the emotion, especially around those milestone days like birthdays and anniversaries, when the grief feels heavier and can take me under like a tidal wave. But although it happens less often these days, grief can also approach on random days, without warning, with no particular cause or trigger. I learn to read the signs and try to honour what I need in those moments. Sometimes I even welcome it, in the routine and busyness of everyday life, with two living children, it reconnects me to my beloved son who has died and reminds me to take the time to sit in my grief and be with him, even if those feelings are uncomfortable. Living with grief is not easy, but for me, it's become easier to live with over time. There's no part of my life that the loss of our son does not impact. Nicholas's loss has permeated every part of our life, from meeting new people to choosing a holiday destination, hearing a song on the radio to decluttering a cupboard. There's nothing it doesn't touch in some way. Making small talk with strangers over previously simple questions such as, how many children do you have, becomes so loaded after losing a child. While I will always be his mother and he will always be my son, Sometimes I choose not to share that I have three children. Returning to a holiday destination that we loved sharing with Nicholas can be hard, but even going somewhere he'd never been makes us ponder what he would have thought of it and how the experience would have been different with him there. I think of most historical events in relation to how they fit into Nicholas's timeline. Did they fall before Nicholas, during Nicholas, or after his death? Every place. Every moment, every day has a part of Nicholas in it and he is never far from my thoughts, whether consciously or not. I know that it's possible for sadness and joy to coexist. I can feel sadness that Nicholas is no longer with us and still experience joy. I can wish he was here without feeling miserable that he is not. I can watch a video of him and laugh out loud at his antics and yet also feel heartache that we don't get to make new memories together. My experience of grief is that it comes with a multitude of emotions that shift and move over time. But one thing I'm certain of is that Nicholas would want us to continue having adventures and making joyful memories together, and to live as wholeheartedly as he did. I have to forge a new identity, one day at a time. Carrying on living after you lose a child takes a whole new level of courage. I actually think it's impossible to be the same person I was before Nicholas died. As much as I miss that lady and her past life at times, I cannot be her anymore. I've seen too much, felt too much, lost too much. When Nicholas died, I wanted nothing more than to go back to that life with him in it. I wanted to have chaotic mornings, getting three boys out of the house and sing to the Wiggles as we drove the familiar route to school and kindy. 
I wanted to see Nicholas with his new friends at kindy and be the mum on Ross today. I wanted to see Nicholas playing with his big brothers. This new life was so calm and quiet, so heartbreaking. There was so much space in it, so much silence. But day by day, I've edged towards working out who I am without Nicholas physically present in our lives. And I'm stepping more into this new version of me. I work around the space, trying to keep our connection to Nicholas, while having new adventures and experiences without him. Finding the grace to accept Nicholas's death is a work in progress, but I feel like it honours his life if I choose to live my best life. I'm on a journey towards acceptance. I know there's nothing I can do to change this path I'm on. I can't bring Nicholas back as much as I would in a heartbeat if I could. I've come to accept that there's little I or anyone else involved in his care could have done to have changed the outcome. As much as it was easy to dwell in the place of guilt and what-ifs after Nicholas died, I have to choose not to live there. I choose to focus on what I am grateful for, that we took a chance on loving this baby that arrived pre-labeled with Down syndrome, and oh boy, were we the lucky ones to receive his love and for all the lessons he shared with us. I'm so grateful that we had four and a bit amazing years getting to know our child, who was pure delight to be around. Well, 98% of the time anyway. I'm grateful that the world has been made richer through the lives Nicholas touched in his time on this earth and continues to impact even after his death. And I'm grateful that he continues to teach me to look for the love, the gifts and the joy in every situation, no matter how challenging. I'm grateful for the tribe who loves our gorgeous boy and remembers him with us. I know that no one else could feel the depth of Nicholas's loss like we do, and it's no one else's responsibility to remember milestone dates and stories, but I'm often humbled and always grateful for those who send a little message to let us know they're thinking of Nicholas and of us. Last week I was stopped on the side of the road by a friend who'd bought a rainbow-coloured wind spinner and she was carrying it around in her car until she saw me. Whether it be a photo of magnificent rainbow they'd spotted or a comment on a social media post, I'm grateful for each and every little bit of contact because it reminds us that Nicholas won't be forgotten and that his life was important, not just to us, but to you as well. And that is the most wonderful balm to a grieving heart. I'm so grateful for those who embrace us on our messier days and who show up for us in a multitude of ways, even if they don't feel like they know what to do or have the right words to say. So do I think I will grieve Nicholas forever? Yep, I do. I will grieve Nicholas forever, just as I will love him forever, as the two are so intricately intertwined. And I'm okay with that. I will leave you with a quote by Jamie Anderson. Grief, I've learned, is really just love. It's all the love you want to give, but cannot. All that unspent love gathers up in the corners of your eyes, the lump in your throat, and in that hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love with no place to go. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. 
Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E dot com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at mamalove. Talk to you soon.